delivering the line like what? Like yeah. I thought of Michael Scott overreacting, like saying Pepsi's not okay. I thought it was going to be a Coke commercial. Right, right. I was like, oh, it's a, it is a right. Pepsi commercial. It, yeah, it was just you a know? stupid premise, <laughs> and then dumb. they just drove it into the ground. Yeah, there was nothing funny about that. No, I didn't. They played it twice too, and yeah. that's what really bugged me. Um, it was weird, man. Every commercial had uh, some celebrity from like three years ago. Yeah, and then a mumble rapper. Yeah, it was that's bizarre. Pretty much it. It's bizarre. The car, com- the the Audi commercial, was mm-hmm. it Audi. I thought that one was really funny. Mm. Like they they revived the guy and he's like, "crap, like I'd rather be driving the car." I, I, don't, I don't know if I got that one. That one was funny. Yeah. I can't remember if it was Audi or Lexus, which is bad because um the whole point is that you would remember the brand. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, man, yeah, yeah. ads don't work anymore. Did you um, the one that I remember? I don't I don't know if we talked about this already. Last year, um. Jeep ran an ad with Martin Luther King like talking in the background and it was just a bunch of like was that Jeep or was it Dodge or sorry Ram it was I mean they're all under like Chrysler yeah so but that and that's that hang on that's what I'm getting to I think it was Jeep it might have been Dodge I think you're right no you're right you're right it was Dodge because Dodge is the farmer ones too yeah and it was like I think yeah it was farmers and like people driving trucks through the mud and uh just like americans doing american thing with with this talk of um it, it, it was it, they it was martin luther king um giving this speech about um americans and like lifting up your fellow man and expecting the best from people and, and working towards a better um society taking all they had conveniently like avoided the parts where he mentioned race yeah um so it's very whitewashed um just a nice comfortable feel-good message but then if you go in and read the full speech um right after the part that they (laughs) right after the part that they included he goes on to say like uh and these companies these car companies like ford and chrysler (laughs) He literally says Chrysler. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he says they'll they'll come at you and they'll say you know you need to buy the next thing you need to buy the the next car and instead of focusing on that, um, you should be you know work like lifting up your fellow man. Yeah. He literally calls them out for doing the shit that they do in the commercial. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's the craziest thing, uh, craziest thing I've ever seen, man. That's like what advertisers do though. Yeah. They totally like. God, I hate advertising. <laughs> I don't know why we keep talking about it. But yeah. Jesus. Um, Can you imagine? Like, yeah, you find a speech <laughs> of a guy that shits on your company. Yeah. And then put it in the ad to do the exact same thing he was shitting on you for. Yeah. It's wild. The crazy thing, though, is people will, like, take that and listen to the thing. Like, listen to the the ad. Yeah. Then listen to the speech. And they'll be like, oh, Martin Luther King didn't really mean that. Just because right. Jeep interpreted like this. And we like Jeep's interpretation better than... Than his actual speech. Right, right. And people will take that as truth. Yeah. And they'll probably, like, go to die for that. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. People are crazy. Yeah. Um. This one had a lot less of, like, the, um, just the pandering to, like, uh, wokeness, um, and it's completely surface level. Like, last year, I think they had the one where, like, there was just some protest in the middle of the city, and then the the Pepsi girl walks in and starts dancing and handing Pepsi to everybody, and it fixes yeah. the protest. Or is it Dr Pepper? 
Uh, it was a soda. I don't know. <laughs> one, of the, one of the two. Um, Pepsi owns everything. So. Yeah. But, I mean, it was so clearly, like, just bouncing off the fact that, you know, all millennials, they're all about those protests. <laughs> and, like, like, they weren't standing up for anything. It was just a protest of this people walking. A protest. The yeah, yeah. The t- what's the typical scene of a millennial? Probably yeah. a protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, well, they like to walk and, and frown while they're walking. They, they go to the gym I sometimes, think I, think I think. they have signs. Is it signs? Uh, There's some about Snapchat? Yeah. I don't, um. uh, I don't, we'll give them Pepsi. Um <laughs> There was that one, and then like yeah, the Dodge one that was just this you know feel good message. That, uh... The Dodge one was kind of cool though because it, that unlike the Jeep one, yeah, the Dodge one had more relevance towards one the California drought. I was I I felt like mm. how the the California drought actually affected the agriculture for the right. United States really right. really bad. Um. And it caused a lot of farmers to have a lot of issues, too. Yeah. So I felt like, I think it was FDR making the speech. Is that who it was? Martin Luther King. No, in the, the Dodge ad. Oh, yeah. The farmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And he was addressing, like, during the Dust Bowl. Like, right. hey, like, rise up. Like, this is what you guys can do. Um, So I, I didn't mind that one as much. Yeah, but- Especially because the number one truck that ran through zone is a Ford F-150. Uh-huh. So if you're trying to compete with that, like, that's, it's not Dodge, it's Ram. That's Rams direct competition. Yeah. Then that that that's kind of like but, hits but, the bullseye. It's by so the fact, crisp, no, so no, stupid. but by the fact that you're saying I didn't mind that one as much, they played you harder. Like you like you know. Did they though? Yeah. Because that ad, how'd they play me? Because uh, they didn't get together in a room and say, you know what, people need they need to hear a motivational speech and feel better about themselves. No, they're like, how are we gonna fucking sell this truck? Uh, and how are we gonna slip this shit in their heads as smoothly as possible without them going oh shit this is a someone trying to sell me a vehicle see i didn't take it like that though yeah but because i still wouldn't it doesn't matter if you took it like that that's the primary purpose of advertising <laughs> wait wait no 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 you're saying that it's trying to get you to want to go buy a dodge yes i didn't take it as it wanted me to go buy a dodge Ex- i don't which go buy exactly dodge. which means that it worked better how did it work better because it's an advertisement that makes you want like that's the purpose they paid millions of dollars for that spot as a corporation for no other purpose than to get you to want to go buy a dodge i disagree this is why like i was saying about when you think about a rancher mm. or a farmer you think of them driving a, driving a ford f-150 okay i feel like with that ad maybe they were trying to get some people to want to buy a dodge but i feel like with that ad they were trying to more Couple the idea of a farmer and the Dodge together as a strong represent, representation of what a farmer might drive. So that the farmers versus, would buy Dodges. But that doesn't work for me or for you that doesn't farm. So they're not trying to sell us a truck. They're trying to change our perspective of what their brand is. Well, no, I mean, they're shooting eyes. for their target audience who is for that advertisement. But there's more that when you do an ad like that at the Super Bowl level, mm-hmm. you, you can't just have like the one thing like we're going to try to get people to do this. You know, like right, we're I mean, going to try so, to get people to buy this. Yeah, there's more than just that going on. They're trying to alter your perception of their brand. So now when I think of farmers, yeah. especially on rainy days around through the valley, I remember that commercial because it like starts out as a rainy day. Right. You know, so now like. Well, I mean, so like the, like the, at, at first glance, the core audience would be like the farmers who yes. are, who's like the direct surface level. Yeah. Um, person that's, that's involved with the, in the commercial. But the crazy thing is. Farmers aren't going to switch from driving their old 1990s Ford to going out and buying a Dodge. They never will. You know? 
Uh, they might if you shift the. It's, it's crazy. It, but like, so I'm no. So you have that court, and then and then moving outwards, then you have the people who appreciate like the imagery and the people who yeah. uh, appreciate the sentiment, like uh, like yeah, they're hitting a lot, but they're doing it to sell you a product. Like yes, the the, uh, and the, the the long scheme of long scheme, the long scheme of things. Yes, they're trying yeah. to sell a product, but I think they're also trying to make it to where. There's the Dodge brand is synonymous with farming or ranching. That was the whole reason why. Did you see Interstellar? Uh, some of it. Do you remember the part where they're driving the truck through the corn? Yeah. The Dodge is a Dodge Dually. Yeah. That was a whole. That was all super purposeful. Right. Total branding. Right. So now when you think of future farming, that's what people think about. Right. You know. Yeah. You can probably type in future farm trucks in there, and they'll probably pop up. Right. You know, into mm-hmm. Google, not into there. But I mean. I think that's just trying to make a brand image for them. So where maybe, I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're directly trying to sell me a truck because. There, uh, no, it's, 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 it's much shadier than that. They're trying to change your mentality and the way that you think they're trying to subvert. Do you think that's shady though? I don't think that's shady. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say, uh, um, at its, it could be taken as dishonest How? and um because they're not actually um the jeep one i could see as being honest and shady or dishonest no and shady. But, uh, honest is but the dodge honest one, is this I, is I our product this is what it does this is why it's better than these other things dishonest is we will appeal entirely to your emotions um, the, the, the sentiment that you have for imagery like this, the patriotism that you have for these ideas, the voice that you hear and the, the, the positive emotions that you associate it with the, uh, the, the fact that you see this old man who's working hard and you identify with that because you, you know, uh, family members or you, or you know, people, you know, you know, people but, like okay, that okay. in that position. So you associate, um, <laughs> All these ideas and this positivity that you have that's based on your experience as a as a person as an American um and then you you associate it with their product and but are they lying to you or are you lying to yourself they are because if you're the one feeling that emotion, are they really forcing you to feel that emotion? Yeah, because you could watch that same ad and be like, "I drive a Ford this whole commercial is bullshit and not affect you at all, but does that mean that that's their fault for you feeling that way? Um, Do you get what I'm saying? It, no, it, I mean it. I think that's just your interpretation of what it no, is. No, because I mean, there's like there's biological things that we, unless you're being extremely hyper vigilant with your um, your thought process, there just are. If you're just an average human living an average life, um, like your like your day to day, you're not gonna. You can't live your your day to day life with like a hyper vigilant. Okay, critically analyze. Every um, emotionally reactive thought that that enters my mind or that I become aware of, you can't. You, you, you no, you can't. But does that mean that companies should respect the fact that you can't, or does that mean that because if every company acted like that, you wouldn't see any advertisements? You know. No. Um, okay. Let, let me let me put it differently. Well, did you feel those emotions when you saw that ad? Um, I'm sure I did. Yeah, you think so? I mean, yeah, you're taking you're taking because uh, I think like you were saying, like the emotions that it brings up, like the patriotism, all that. Mm-hmm. Those are things that I feel one way about it. My dad might feel a different mm-hmm. way because he owns a Dodge, right? You might feel differently, 
my friend that drives a Chevy and only drives Chevys might feel totally different. But the thing, too. like, it's, the thing is, like, is it's, it it's not even it it's not even in your face. Like, this is a Dodge commercial, and like, like, bring out the stupid like yeah. truck war. You know, yeah. Like, it's they they're purposely um, making it as, as applicable and as general as possible in a way that will create an emotional association with as many people as possible. You know. Yeah. Um, and because the end goal is to obtain money for from people, um, by, without necessarily creating a product that's deserving of that, and like maybe their trucks are great, maybe they're not, but this method of advertising doesn't um, require them to be better trucks. You know, uh, th- th- this advertising is hitting you solely in that in you know whatever emotional part of your brain that creates that connection um and you think that's shady yeah i I mean i I think it's more of a uh i don't i don't think it's shady i think it's because everybody does that you know if it was just one company doing it then yeah that'd be kind of shady right but they didn't make any claims saying like our truck's the only truck used by fdr our truck's the only truck that the Republican Party wants to buy. Our truck is the only truck that supports the LGBT community. You know, they aren't mm-hmm. making claims like that. They're saying that, hey, look at all these hardworking farmers that, you know, use our trucks. You know, but I mean, uh, like, you know, and then I the message that I felt like they were really pushing the hardest uh-huh. was that support your local farmers. That was the message that I got out of it. So it's someone that wasn't looking to go buy a truck because I think the new Dodges look like shit. Uh-huh. It's someone that you know. And I own a Dodge. Right. But, like, as someone just watching that commercial with no interest yeah. in buying a vehicle, it made me want to go to the local farmer's market is what it really made me want to go do. Sorry. Um. Yeah, but Dodge doesn't give a shit about the local farmers. Like, the only reason... So, actually, with that ad, that was one of the things I was going to bring up. There was a uh, the Farm Bureau paid for part of it. Or they were... A, what What's it called? Not condoning. What is... What's the word? Approved. Not Approved. There was some, there was a, uh, God, I'm going to look it up. There was some about the, so God made a farmer, here's the ad. Oh, and it wasn't FDR, it was Paul Harvey. That's where, oh, and that was, and they hit the the religion aspect of it. They went so hard with every, like, yeah, cliche American. But see, I didn't even remember the fact that it was like a religious thing at all. Like, I didn't get that out of it, right? No, that, but I mean, someone and that's, that's religious, and that's good, that though. That's what yeah. they want. They want it to be, you know, as least they want the least like sharp corners, um, in the message that you take away. I remember there being a thing on the bottom of it that I was saying, like, they, like, Dodge is a proud supporter of Farm Bureau or uh-huh. something. And that, I felt like they were more trying, instead of trying to, like, maybe it's shady, maybe, I don't think it's shady, I think it's just a tool that they're using because you want to put your product in the best light you can. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, it'd be like taking a picture of yourself, a selfie of the angle that makes you look the best. Is that being shady? No, you're you're trying to put your best foot forward, or best part right, of your face right. forward. Like, 
you're not lying. You're not editing stuff out of your image, you know, but you're not, that's not your everyday look, but does that mean that you're lying about it? Does uh, it mean that you're being shady? I think you just, well, I, I don't think you I mean, are. if it's your Instagram, that's one thing. If it's your Tinder, a lot of people would say, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You know? And that makes total sense. Yeah, so when, it's the, the use of it. So once you're, once you're, I mean, and obviously you're not selling a product when you're, but you're, you're trying to achieve a goal. And when you're, you, when you're pulling strings that are kind of like, like biological and, um, ones that subvert the like typical like critical process someone would use would use to make a decision um but it's, okay see i i feel like that's a valid claim mm-hmm. but i also feel like it's so subjective to the person watching it if you were to watch a video of a guy skydiving if you were to watch a video of some, a guy doing something that you immensely yeah. enjoyed would that make you want to go buy the product yeah but do you think they're like, hey, if we throw a skydiver in here, we really want skydivers to buy this, so that's what we're going to do? Or do you think they're trying to branch out, like, we want to seem like this is action-packed, this is extreme, this is what it's like, that's just the image we're going to use as a skydiver, mm-hmm. you know? And that'd be your fault for thinking, like, no, they chose skydivers because that's what they, that's that's who they're trying to target, you know? No, I think that'd I be... Know. I think I don't, that'd be I, no, I don't like that, like, blaming the consumer, because you... Like you, because yeah, but, so okay. I, I get what because you're saying. Then, well, like, here, hang on. You, you can't always be like alert to all of it, right? In but order you for, have to be. Like you should. But that's what I'm saying. Like you shouldn't. You shouldn't take blame for not being hyper vigilant. Like for just for just living an average life and receiving information, how you've been programmed to receive information for millions of years. If you just go through life not being neglectful in any way, but, but just receiving information in the in the in the way that we do, we take stuff in. Oh, if if we have good feelings about it, typically it's you know it's all right. But I feel like with the medium of television, how new it is, mm-hmm. I think it's something like we, we. It's like watching news on Facebook. Yeah. If you see a news article on Facebook, it's automatically like, okay, I better look into this and double check this. You should. No, no, no. And I'm, I, I'm not I saying. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Um, of course you should, because people are shady. Because yeah. because uh, information is shady in this modern age. Because companies make billions of dollars from intentionally subverting our evolutionary behavior. Yes, companies that outright lie about stuff, or they like the Bud Light commercials in the Bud the Bud Light versus Miller Light, mm-hmm. like those commercials. Like, yeah, not no, but not even but, not but, even the but, line. But that's different because they're making claims that aren't. Like, they aren't necessarily true facts. But, like, with the Dodge commercial, I feel like it's not a direct lie. I don't so, think they're being shady. I think it's more like, hey, I'm going to make myself look the best, and people can take it how they want to Well, okay, so because where the Dodge, where that style of commercial gets you is you're at the car lot with two pieces of paper, if you're someone who does the research, and you have your Dodge 1500 and your Ford F-150 side by side, and you have your spec sheets, and they look the exact same. And the Ford's maybe even a little cheaper, and maybe it has a, a little extra trim that you like. And you and be subconsciously, because you associate because of this repeated throwing in your face, the, all these good feelings that you've associated based on your experience that you've you you know, and all the positivity you've um, experienced in your life. You look at the Dodge one and say, okay, well, even even though on paper this one doesn't necessarily add up. 
I go with it because the, because, because the, the decision-making part of your brain um, has been trained to do that. Okay, two things, though. I, I get what you're saying. I totally get where you're coming from, but two things. One, if you went through the logical process of being like, this one has, has more, yeah. this is more of what I want, and you choose the other one, yeah. that's your fault. Like you can't you can't sit there and say like no see that, that that's the company's fault because they're expecting you to do the research you just did the research and you still went the opposite way mm. and two it would work that argument would work really well if Dodge was the only company that did it but every car company does that, that doesn't make it okay though that's just that, I think that, it does make it okay no that's just what aboutism that's not <laughs> that that's not that that makes it wrong in all counts okay the, but the, if it's <laughs> wrong in all counts it uh-huh. means that the it's a level playing field if they're all going to be doing no, it. No, that means the, play, the playing they field, is, the playing field is fucked <laughs> and we need to yell about it. <laughs> they, they got us up their game, man. No, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Uh, it's wrong when everybody does it. Yeah, but, yeah that, that so doesn't make you, it you okay. you can still get biases from other places. You know, it might not be the ad that decided, to, okay, I'm going to get the Dodge with a lesser mm-hmm. trim package and a higher cost. Yeah. But I just saw one drive by that had a blonde chick driving it, and I, I got to get a Dodge now. Right. You know? That Yeah, that's true. When But when billions are being paid to make sure that you have it, um, I think they're exploiting your evolutionary behavior against you. I hate all ads as it is. Yeah. But I feel like if we're going to have like this system of advertising, uh-huh. I want to be like Gladiator style, all out, until, the de- like, un- until everyone's dead. Like I want to see how far they'll push it. Yeah, you know, like I, I honestly like I want to see how bad it can get before it's just this crazy battlefield of people throwing ads out every two seconds. Yeah, I don't know. I wait. I really, wait what was your first point again? I, I feel like I had something to say about that. The first point was if you take the time to look through everything. Oh yeah, and you make the decision of no, or sorry, you don't. Yeah, you yeah. don't make the decision, but you have on there that this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And I decided to go this way anyways. Your priorities weren't set. No, but Those, the, that wasn't when you go through your your flow chart of the reasons why you want yeah. each thing and what trim and what you need, and you still opt for the one that you, that would would have been a better deal and would have been checking off more your your hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. That's that's a flaw in yourself. That is no because yes. that no that assumes that that it is normal for a human to have a completely emotionally detached thought process when um, navigating a decision-making process like that, which, which it, everything we know about human <laughs> beings is, is not true. Okay. So, okay. But I get that on the level of like, you got to survive, you got to get food, you got to like provide for people. Mm. But in the aspect of buying a vehicle, does that really apply? It it applies so. Much. I mean, when you look at like the specs on like um like color, the the thing, the way that people's uh, moods change and the businesses business decisions that they make based on things that you can be wearing. When you look at like they, no, there's I, a, there's I a direct correlation between like um height or like people's voices and and the money they make. You know, there's like so much that's evolutionary evolutionarily wired into us on decisions that you would think or be making would be made completely rationally and completely devoid of emotion. It's just, um, when you look at the human experience, I don't think it's realistic to expect people to operate in that way. When, when the evidence shows that we're very incapable of doing so. So what, what would be the realistic thing? If it's not realistic like, for the realistic to or like, like that. ethically, wait, what are you talking about? No, for realistic the, for the person, what, for a human. What what side would you have to change to make it realistic? 
Would it be more realistic for consumers to actually understand the purchases that they're making without the side the side stuff of like, well, he wore a blue suit and this guy wore a black mm. one. Can't buy this from someone that's wearing black. To me, is that is that the fault of the salesperson or is that the fault of your brain and you not being able to break that down better? I, you know, I'm just saying, like when you fault someone, you say you've done something wrong. I'm not saying they did anything wrong. Right. I'm just saying you can't, you can't sit there and tell the company they're doing something wrong or something shady. I think you can. Like you can say when their whole goal is to make. I don't know. It depends what side you're looking at. If you're a consumer and you get burned once, mm-hmm. you learn from that. You know, you say, I, I, why did I buy the Dodge? Like, this is stupid. You know? Right. Next time you go to do a car sale, like, maybe don't go to a dealership. Maybe look online first. And, right. You know? No, I, if, if it's something about, like, the way the, the dealer treats you. Yeah. Maybe buy a private party. But I've... No, I understand. And, you and, know, like... Like, so... No, no, no. I mean, I think this is, like... It's, like, the same as the... um like the you know they talk about like um like rape culture and like uh oh yeah yeah like uh you know, like what women wear and what that um how, how that affects you know the um possibility of, yeah. of you know receiving like uh, sexual violence or whatever and like in a in, in a perfect world the world we would want it doesn't matter what you wear exactly you know and that's what we should strive for that's in an ethical world that's um where things should get but okay, but see. But like, uh, hang on, like on a practical side, in the world you live in, you, you do need to be careful because there are insane, terrible people that that do not follow a, a, an ethical standard that um, would allow for that. You know, like there there are risks that you take when you do things a certain way, um, and and that, and so and that's a reality uh, and an unfortunate reality that we need to strive to fix. To me, it's the same sort of situation. Whereas, like, yes, there's there's a practical response, which is like, yes, of course, people should um, think more critically, and, and but but that requires of them to go above and beyond just the natural human process for um, making decisions. Well, you know? if they just made that process more natural, you, <laughs> you know, right? But now you're putting the onus of this of this um, on. On pe- with people, and there's and, and you're saying for for you to do things right, change millions of years of of biology, and let's ignore. But, what- okay, I don't think it would be millions of years of biology for one. I think with TV being a relatively new medium uh-huh. in the biological timeline, yeah. I think if comes are going to act like that, then it would be up to us to adapt. Like we we adapt to a bunch of stuff. Like we adapt to learning how to type better without. Messing up our posture, right. like no, but we adapt to all sorts of I'm not, things. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying so we could adapt to it. I'm not saying that doesn't need to like. I'm not saying that. I think it'd be easier to change your mindset as a as a practical consumer yeah. than it would be to convince companies. No, I understand. Not I understand. Us, I understand. You know? I'm not saying that it's not a, a beneficial option to do that. I'm saying that it's unethical for the companies to do that. Like that, that doesn't change that. Obviously, the the better approach to dealing with this sort of behavior is to be more critical but, and less emotional. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that it's not ethical for them. To- but if you okay, let's let's I have two things actually. Uh, the first one, since we're talking about the ethical stuff, uh-huh. if if you if buying that dodge does satisfy a subconscious need to want to buy that mm-hmm. dodge, is that really being unethical if you are satisfying that that construct of consumerism? 
You know, um, if you just really want to buy a Dr. Pepper because your dad always bought Dr. Peppers, mm-hmm. even though you don't like Dr. Pepper, but you buy it and you still feel satisfaction. Right. Is that not the product they were selling? You know, like maybe, isn't that well, part maybe, of the product? Maybe, but it like it, it comes with like you know de- dealing in that way. Like it comes with a lot of um, factors that kind of that yeah. come behind it, which is like uh, if you're talking about the marketplace, like like obviously in 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 vehicles and trucks, there's you know there's only three or four main players, um, and so and they're all corporate entities that are all doing that same thing. But like you know, in a, in a competitive work market, you are being dishonest, being unethical, gaining a a foothold in a way that now requires them. So, I mean, you're driving the whole market in order to stay competitive. You're saying you're you're forcing the whole market to compete at this level where you're just tossing around human emotion. Um, I so I I think that I think that's true, but I also think that eventually that runs out. I think the whole idea of like selling to the subconscious eventually runs out. If you sell it like selling like an inferior product and claim that's the best product ever or mm-hmm. or satisfying the like subconscious needs yeah. of someone, eventually that truck's gonna break down and you're gonna get it fixed and it's gonna break down again, you're gonna get it fixed again and eventually you're gonna be like, I'm never gonna buy a Dodge again yeah. because it doesn't satisfy the needs I have. And then you're gonna switch over. Right. You know, so I think I think it only lasts for a while before it eventually peters out and like, and then the market evens itself out, you know? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, I mean, like what GoPro is yeah. doing. Like GoPro was the, the leading brand for how right. long? And now it's like, they don't care about the consumer that's buying it. It's yeah. mostly vloggers. It's yes, it's an action cam, but now it's being more widely used as like a vlogging camera. Yeah. And you have to have an external audio support. So I'm going to go buy, like, a couple of people bought it. You yeah. know, a couple, like, I I bought a GoPro Hero 7. Right. And I had to buy the audio thing to, to plug it in, the adapter. Mm-hmm. But there's people that are online that they buy the audio adapter and it breaks, like, within a month. They buy another one, it breaks. And they say, yeah. oh, why did I buy GoPro? And they go buy some Chinese knockoff. I don't know. I'd say that's know? a pretty good example of their strategy working perfectly. Because, like, right, I mean. Uh, but, no, so the, the, a lot of the people, uh, I guess it works, but it only works for a little bit. Because eventually they say they feel like they got burned by GoPro right. and they switch. Right. You know. So yeah, the strategy worked. But, but the for fact how that long, like there's most likely not, a superior camera right off the bat, and you still are willing to give GoPro a try and yeah. deal with their shit multiple times before you know it's like like that that decision is not made but, in a vacuum. Yeah. I, I, don't know, I think there's some uh, with GoPro. I think there's some more stuff going on too with like the like you said. There's far superior cameras out there, mm. but the ease of use for those other cameras versus the GoPro. I think there's other factors, you know. Right. Like where if you were to look at the market of Go of action cameras, GoPro is probably still one of the better ones, at least yeah. one of the top two. Yeah. Albeit even with that, uh, with the audio issue, mm-hmm. you know. I I don't know. I feel the the second thing I want to talk about though prior to this this little side conversation mm-hmm. about GoPro was when you were talking about like rape and like giving people that are getting raped like victimizing yeah or blaming the victim yeah i feel like that's totally different because the rape isn't it's not a uh, agreed upon thing you know the person that's getting raped isn't showing up to be like hey you know let's have sex you know right. whereas the person showing up to the car lot is saying i want to buy a car today 
you know? Right. And, and the, the, I think there's a big difference between those two. I, I mean, just in general, obviously, there's a huge difference. This yeah. isn't a, a fair comparison, and it's not the best comparison, obviously, that, you know. That was just no, one of the things. Nobody's I experience should be like likened to like buying a car. But, got, but but if you do buy some cars, it feels it like you're getting a, raped. It was the first thing. It was the first thing that popped in my head. I definitely um, feel like I got raped by buying the GoPro. Uh, I'm trying to remember the comparison I made there and why. Uh, you were saying blaming the consumer would be akin to blaming like a rape victim, in not so many words. I'm, no, that's not. No, 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 that's, that's not. That's not. No, no, no. I'm. Uh, I'm saying there's a difference between the ethical um, goal that we strive for and the ethical criticism okay. we can make and like the actual practical reality that we have to operate in under the current ethical system. So like currently we have a system that people get raped um, and we need to act in a certain way to protect people because of that. And we can strive for a society where um, where people can be be free and they can act in in whatever way, and and the men are perfect, you know. Um, but in in reality, that's that's not this the society that we live in right now. I was likening that to um the same thing you were saying. Like, isn't it the person's fault? You know, is can we really blame? Um, shouldn't they be more? proactive and like they should be proactive but they should be proactive because the system is not yeah acting in an ethical way right now they should but I, we, we should all well, we should also be able to criticize the players that are making the system um function in the way that it does right now in an unethical fashion that takes advantage of people's emotions to sell them things i agree with that yeah. i think i could take it a step further though and say that Yes, there's people acting unethically across the board. Mm. Pretty much every company that advertises acting unethically. Mm. But I also think we can blame the consumers, any consumer that participates in the market for not expecting them to act ethically. You know, if you show up to the playing field and expect them to be honest, that's your fault. You know, and I, I honestly, I honestly feel that, you know, I think there's some companies that try really hard to be as honest as they possibly can. Yeah. And they do get a lot of credit for acting honestly. But because they get so much credit for acting honestly, I think that's even more proof that as consumers, we do need to be more wary about it. And if we aren't, if we aren't actively being smart consumers, yeah. especially when it comes to big purchases like trucks, you know, I've said, I, I, like, no, no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you that we need to be. Um, I don't agree that we should be blamed for not, being immediately critical and hypervigilant because it's in our nature to not be that way. We have, I mean, we've evolved this, the fixed way that we respond to stimulus with, uh, like human familiarity and human warmth and, and images that we're, that we associate with positive experiences in our past you know, we've survived millions of years and it's made us who we are to have certain reactions towards that sort of stimulus. So, um, I, and so to blame us for having that reaction that's literally baked into our, who we are as a species, I don't think is right. And I understand that we, that we have to in the current climate, like that, that's, that's what I'm saying. The difference between like the, <laughs> the practical need right now and what you can actually like 
blame someone for. Like, yes, this is what we need to survive now, but I don't think you can necessarily blame people or say they're wrong for not doing that. I think because it's just who it's who we are. I think if you've ever been burned once, though, yeah, you should have learned that lesson, yeah, and apply yeah, yeah, yeah. it from then on. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you ever consumed something that you weren't happy with, mm-hmm. or that you felt like you were you're kind of lied to about or gas, not gaslight, yeah. gaslit God. Um, mm-hmm. If someone like said something that wasn't true and yeah. you, you fell for it and you yeah. bought it. I mean, once you, once you understand that that happens, it's up to you to become that smart consumer that can actually pick through that, you know? But then like we were saying, if you, if the feeling that you got to be patriotic to purchase or that buying this vehicle will yeah. make you patriotic if that's one of the biggest aspects of your purchase mm-hmm. thought process, that is a that's a complete validated reason right. to purchase something. Right. You know. Yeah. So are they really lying to you? You know. Well, yes, and that it, that they're only taking that stand because they they you know they're trying to push the sale. If that if that but if that's if that fina- if taking that brain, stand financially hurt them in the long run, their shareholders would say, uh, stop taking that stand. Yeah. You know you know what I'm saying? But I mean, like we were saying with GoPro, GoPro's shares are tanked, you know? Right. And so I think like we were saying, like you can, I think that idea of advertising only lasts for so long. And then eventually the, the companies that are doing a good job of right. being open and honest, they eventually rise at the top. You can't, uh, you can't build an entire successful, like indefinitely successful company purely on the backs of good marketing. No. But you can um, use it to push people over the edge in an unethical yeah. fashion, I think, indefinitely. I don't know. I, th- I, just, I still feel like as a consumer, you got to be wary of what you're doing. You you have to be purposeful. No, no, and I, I understand. And like in the day to day, sure you're gonna be like, oh, that person's an idiot. They got burned three times. Like they keep signing up for pyramid schemes or whatever. Like sure, yeah. But when you, I mean, when you take a more, I think unbiased, like just a look at like, like what are we gonna blame that person for for being, like 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 the blame? <laughs> what are, you're blaming them for being a human who expects warmth from people who provide the image of warmth. Of, of human like connection, you know? And like, is that really something that we can blame people for? Like, you, you okay. Well, how about we blame people? Oh, well, okay. What, why do these companies advertise like this? What's the reasoning behind, like what made them start advertising? It works. So if it works so good, their whole, the practice of doing this was derived out of consumer practices. So it still falls back on the consumer for no, it for doesn't. It so many times. It doesn't. That's not true. It totally does. No, because if it didn't work, they wouldn't be doing it, right? If it, enough consumers, no, were that's saying, such like, a crazy no, perspective. Like you could do so many unethical things. You could feed people candy bars, and then the last one you poison, and you say, "Oh, they, they kept eating the candy bar. They kept liking the candy bars. I sent them free candy bars, and they ate them." It's the consumer's fault. It's like you can do so many unethical things. But putting poison in a candy bar is a lot different than like appealing to a subconscious urge to be patriotic. Not really. I mean, you're just you're giving no someone. That's what I'm saying. No, I understand. But that mentality of like blaming them because they took part, like because a natural urge within them, like drove them to take part in your scheme. 
Like it, it, like you're still the one manipulating. Like, I, I don't know, man. I still feel like <laughs> it, it's like drugs or like anything illegal that people buy and sell. If people weren't buying the stuff, there wouldn't be a market for it. If people weren't catering to this type of marketing, I mean, they so wouldn't be dr- like Drugs this. is a perfect example. That's like, I mean, it's like blaming addicts for. Um, like the large scale drug problems, you know, um, like if you look into it, like addiction, well, if you we know, just killed a, all the addicts and it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, there it is. I'm just kidding. That was tongue. Uh, if you look at like addiction, like addiction stems from problems within the, um, within your psychological makeup, you know, you, you a lot of people have, uh kind of a hopeless situation or, or just huge mental health issues that um, drive them to make decisions and to seek kind of reprieve through chemical means. Um, and so, yeah, like granted you can say, well, yeah, yeah, you should just not do drugs, but like, well, can you really take away the blame for the, you know, drug kingpin who's set up this entire, um, you know, they're importing drugs from other countries and setting up this entire distribution network and providing these products, which take advantage of the psychological. Um, I, I feel like that's so exponentially like further away from buying a vehicle though. You know, like people don't get addicted to buying new cars. No, well, no the average person. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it. it's, it's, like, it's, it's not, it's obviously cause a chemical addiction in your body, you know? And that's where, well, I mean, there are some car fanatics, maybe. No, 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 but, but I'm just but saying, I mean, like, that that's the... You're not consuming a car in the same way that you consume drugs, you know, where you become dependent but on it. But, no, that's not that's not the point I'm making, though. It's not one-to-one. I, I, I get what you're saying, though. Like, yeah, you, you can't take all the blame away from the, the drug dealer, you know? You don't go to sit there and say, oh, no, it's not the drug dealer's fault. It's the people I keep buying from. It's their right. fault. But if people stop buying from the drug dealer, would he still be dealing drugs? No, but you know, like, that, like, do you agree that you could take advantage of people in an unethical way? In what context? Any context. Well, yeah, easily anybody okay. could. Okay, what would that look like? This is kind of a broad question. Like, you could lie to someone. Uh huh. You could. God, there's so many ways you could con people in like a million ways. Right, you could sure. be extremely nice to them. And gaslight them like crazy mm-hmm. and then abandon them. Right. You could uh the complete opposite. You could be super addicted to them for forever. Uh-huh. And then when you are nice to them, like the amount of desire they might want from you mm-hmm. or the desire they might have to be feel wanted. So let so let's take that example, which I would agree is not an ethical way of behaving towards a person, right? Yeah. In that example, you, you you gaslight a person. You make their reality feel like it's just you, you, nothing's real, and and you and you play with their um their psychological needs and their their need for affection or attraction, and uh, and you you know you play hard to get or whatever it is in order to you know make yeah, yourself yeah, make like. yourself eventually appear um like this extremely desirable object that they need to you know um uh, to get um it's not wrong. I don't think to say that that's extremely unethical, but in that example, you could still say, 
Well, if that person didn't want it, if that person wasn't chasing the guy, then then his whole scheme wouldn't have worked out. You know, you you can blame the. But if the, if the nature of me being hard to get, if mm-hmm. that's my nature, yeah, and then you're over there trying to get me, then you finally do get me, then I just take off again. Uh-huh. Like you knew my nature, right? I was okay. hard to oh, get for how oh long? Oh my god! No, no, <laughs> right? <We> just no. <laughs> I, okay, then your example is bad because I literally just asked you for an example of you. <laughs> no, I what? gave you one. Like, yeah, I'd still be screwing you over, but what? is it really my fault that you fell for it? Oh, my it? God. You, okay, you just set up a okay. You just set up a hypothetical where you're fucking someone over. Know, and then I'm you sorry. just blamed the victim in your own hypothetical. Damn right. <laughs> what the hell, man? I didn't make a blame. <laughs> No, okay, so it, it goes back to a biblical perspective. Are we, are we, is it our fault that we're sinners? No, no. I don't think it's our fault that we do anything. That, I mean. Well, I, maybe biblical isn't a good way. I don't know. I feel like if you know the nature of something. Yeah. Like like with girls, like I, I always, every girl I tried to date always played hard to get with me. Mm-hmm. And I'd sit there and try so hard to like to go on dates with them and whatnot. Yeah. And eventually, like, they'd break and we'd go on a date. And then, like, a week later, it was it was back to me being like, "Hey, let's go on a date." Mm. And it's like that's my own damn fault for like trying so hard, knowing I wasn't gonna get anywhere. I like that's my fault. I I knew how they were. I knew what they were like, and I I fell for it. I think your you own know, like extreme self criticality might be like seeping into your. It probably is, honestly. <laughs> but that's kind of how like it's like okay, you know what? I'm just a dumbass, and maybe I should find chicks that are that actually want to hang out with me that I don't have to fight for. I think some like therapy might help this. Uh, <laughs> probably would. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this. I, I just aspect. I just feel like if you know that, like if you know the nature of something going mm-hmm. into it, and you still fall for it. I feel like you can't sit there and say, "Oh, it was this other person that caused it." In that you know? reality, in and that, and that's and maybe it's just my. In that reality, there's never victims. It, maybe except except the very first time, like someone can be a victim once in their life, and then any time after that. But that's the thing, though. Like everyone's the, the the hero in their own story, and everyone's the victim in their own story. Right. You know, like if if you like literally like break it down, like psychologically like we're all victims i mean we could all point blame at everything but I like just, i don't at think... some point you got to own it and just be like yeah i well, fucked up again like like practically like day to day i might you know it's it's easy to be like you if know, you care yeah well you should have seen that coming it if ha- you, you know. if, but i think it goes back down to like if you feel like if you don't want to get screwed over then yeah. yeah but if you don't care like like when I went to Taco Bell and they didn't add the the sour or they didn't take the sour cream off my burrito, like, right. did I feel like I I got screwed over? Did I feel like the victim? Mm. Did I care? Right. I still ate it. It tasted a little bit shitty, but I still ate the damn thing. Does right. it really matter in that aspect? Um. And not, that's no, like, pra- saying, no, like, no, like practically no. But for the sake of argument, yes. Yeah. Um. But that's where I'm getting at, like, buying a car and whatnot. Like, if you know car companies do this, where they and they are the the biggest advertisers, mm-hmm. you know that they sink all this money into advertising. Yeah. Like, can you really, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's really hard to sit there and be like, 
yeah, Jimmy got screwed over by Dodge because this this urge he had mm-hmm. to be patriotic. Like, mm-hmm. if he had that urge and he bought the Dodge and it satisfied that urge, he got exactly what he was paying for. You know, that's what he was buying. He wasn't just buying the truck. Right. And if he had a breakdown of everything that he needed out of the vehicle, yeah. and it turned out that he wanted patriot- to feel patriotic yeah. as part of it or to feel like a farmer as part of it, mm-hmm. that's still on that list. It's just not written on that list. Right. You know? Hmm. That's how I feel. I don't. I don't know. I don't get me started on the stupid the foreign car commercial where they lit. Did you see, did you see this one? I don't know if it was a Kia or a Hyundai, but they go through the puddle. The the river like shows them going through the river. Yeah, and at the bottom it says like some performed with active snorkel system. Mm. It's like do not perform this and stop vehicle. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's that's cheap. That's pretty cheap. You know, and I think that's a better example of like. If if someone were to go buy that vehicle and then go try to do that thing, like is that their fault or is that the manufacturer's fault? Yeah, you know, like yeah. who whose fault would that be? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't. This is why I I have a degree in business and I don't yeah. do advertising or marketing because I can't, I I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not consumer friendly. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. I'm sorry, that was a really long... Uh, yeah, we haven't we, even done an we, intro should yet. Should we start the show? <laughs> uh, I feel like that was a good conversation. No, it was great. To be honest. I'm stoked. I, I do really feel like people are always trying to find someone else to blame. I feel like that's a really valid thing, especially nowadays. Right. When it's like, oh, well, I did that because this guy said this, or I did that because they said that, mm-hmm. or I saw him do it, and that's why I did it. I think... At some point, we do have to be very purposeful in making decisions, especially like, and especially the decisions are like they vary in, yeah. in like severity. But like, if you're gonna go buy a car, mm-hmm. that's something that you should be very purposeful in doing. If you're gonna go buy a soda, who gives a shit? You I, know, I I don't. Again, like on the practical level, I don't disagree with you, but like you have to look at what a reality, like a hypothetical reality, taken to an extreme looks like, and like. Does a reality where you blame people for never giving a second chance, never, you know, giving the benefit of the doubt, does that, I mean, is that a realistic and a positive, like, world to seek out, you know? I think that's a natural world, though. I mean, if you stick your hand in a snake cage and it bites you, Mm -hmm. and you do it again and it bites you, whose fault is that? That's the nature of the snake to bite, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, if, if the, I know it's weird to sit there and say that the nature of, like, marketing and consumerism yeah. is what it is now, but yeah. that's the fact of it. Like, right. this is the nature of marketing. This is the nature of, it's the nature of the news now. Right. With fake news and everything. Right. You know, it's just the nature of social media and mass marketing, mass communication. I, I, know, I, I understand it. that's the nature of it. That doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't make it right. right. But And that, I mean, and that's my argument. But we can't it. change it as consumers. Like the only way to change it is to stop buying. And right. by stop not buying it and not partaking in it, mm-hmm. we're admitting that it's our fault that it got this way. No. Yes. No. It has to be. <laughs> uh, I don't think you have to admit fault as much as you can admit that there's a if if our if our stopping doing it if our discontinuance of purchasing products that are marketed like this uh-huh. if that's what's going to make it then the natural the nat- 
if that if if that's what changes the nature of marketing, uh-huh. then we are the cause for it to be how it is. No, okay, so because you can't if hold that, on, hold on. There, so imagine uh, you feel really shitty all the time, and you can't um, you can't do a job. You're uh, I don't know. You don't have enough physical strength to uh, do. I don't know. You're you're a stalker at the at the uh, grocery store, and you can't lift the heavy shit up to the top racks so it, uh, you don't get the promotion to the to the to the top rack lifter position and instead uh, this other guy does um who's your competitor and you know has been eyeing the position and you just i don't know for the last couple of weeks you just felt really shitty and you haven't been able to do it so look when the time for the you know the promotion um came up you know you you're not able to meet the requirements of the job and your other guy is you don't really know why you felt so shitty um but uh, it doesn't matter, you know. Practically, you're not the person for the job, so uh, you know. And the other guy gets the job. After the guy gets the job, uh, you find out through the grapevine that what was happening is this guy was sneaking into your window at night, every night, shooting you in the ass with some uh, <laughs> some sh- shitty Russian supplements. Uh, that made you feel like shit so that you'd be physically weakened and, uh, not be able to do the job. Um, and so that he would get the promotion. Now, now that you have that information, if you take action, you close your window and lock your doors at night and now he can't do that. And now suddenly you're better at your job again. You feel better physically. You're better because you're not getting Russian supplements injected in your ass. Does that mean that it was your fault? That you felt that way, or does it matter? Does it mean that you were acting um, it's, it's with not, with bad information? I, I get what you're saying, and I didn't say that it would be your fault that it happened. Mm. I was just saying it'd be the cause. So in that case, you leaving the window open and right. allowing for that to happen was right. the cause that you didn't get that promotion. You closing that window mm. is the cause for you to be working better at the level that you should be working at. So at the at the cause of it, mm. that's still the cause. You know, doesn't mean it's your fault, mm-hmm. but that's still the reasoning for it. So the cause that's fair would be people falling for it to begin with. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's their fault that they right, fell right, for right. it, but that's still the cause for why it happened. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fair. Like with fake news and all that, it's not people's fault that they're reading fake news. Mm-hmm. But if they hit that share button, they're the cause that that fake news is spreading. Um. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, they are at least a causal link in the chain, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's more of what I was getting at. So you, the, the company, they do it because it works, and it works mm-hmm. because consumers are falling for it all the time. Right. And if they continue to fall for it, it's going to continue to happen. Yeah. Which, at that point, what is the cause for this nasty marketing? Yeah. It's because consumers fall for it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel you there. You know, um, I'm not saying it's their fault. Right. But that is the cause for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, you think yeah. If if, if your if the change in your behavior is a solution to it, yeah, then that would be the cause for it. That's just like a simple like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Operations. I, I, and, uh, yeah, no, I don't think you're wrong there. Um uh, I think we just, we just we do need to be very careful with like yeah. um placing blame on I I, I agree. I basic human behavior, you know. Um when there's like obvious obviously so much money at at play in yeah. exploiting it, like pointing the finger, pointing a blaming finger at like people who are 
just good people trying to give you know uh, a, a second chance and the benefit of the doubt to I, I agree. you know yeah and know. I agree with you on that completely I, I I know I keep telling everybody to blame the consumers but I I do think that I mean we are really susceptible to susceptible mm-hmm. to to marketing especially with social media I feel like it's gotten a lot worse yeah like exponentially worse you know so I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you on that I mm-hmm. just. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we, it's it's everybody. It's when you have a stage that we have for business, it's both people. It's essentially both people are coming to play the game, and as long as other people are willing to play the game and continue yeah. playing the game, you're gonna have these issues. Just one person's guns are a lot fucking bigger. Maybe, maybe not though. If you think about it, like you look at like Saturn, the car company mm-hmm. Saturn, like. The, well, yeah, their they, guns are bigger, but dodge, dodge. <laughs> no, but no, but at the, at the time, <laughs> Saturn was. Saturn. <laughs> they had the backing of GM, was a GMC That's true. that I was backing they were, them. Yeah, they were GMC the company. biggest guns, you know. Yeah, and I mean, they they their whole premise was to uh, sell cars at a set price to to women. Yeah, make the the pain of car buying as simple as it can get. Yeah, and once it turned out that oh, they are screwing women over during this time, they yeah. they went under. Like the the market will right itself eventually. You know, GoPro will eventually either figure out how to fix their audio issues or a competitor is going to swoop in and be like, hey, we have everything you need. You know? Maybe. It just takes time. That's all it's it's going to be. Look at Nikon and Canon and how Sony's kind of overtaken them. Right. You know? If Nikon and and Canon, we're talking about camera Mm -hmm. brands now, if they weren't willing to make full-frame mirrorless cameras, but Sony was and they were selling it way cheaper, Mm -hmm. the market's going to right itself. You know? And Nikon and Canon are the, the the household names for photography. Right. You know? Right. And now they're doing these return programs where they're literally like handing out free money to people just to buy their cameras. Right. You know? And I think that GoPro is doing the same exact thing. And I think that's something to be said about marketing at that level now. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. That's just... I studied a lot of it. I studied a lot on GoPro, actually. I oh, did... Yeah. Uh, I did like a 30 page company analysis on GoPro. Nice. And so I really understand a lot of what, what they were doing and how they, they were essentially lying to, not, not necessarily lying to consumers, but they developed the product with this really big name and they didn't, the, the name start, the quality started to fall off from the, behind that name. Mm. And then you get people like the, the Y 4k or whatever cam. The Xiaomi. Yi. Is it Yi? Yeah. Whatever that company is, um, they can swoop in and offer a way better product. Well, comparatively better product right. for the price, right? You know, but there's still some redeeming qualities that GoPro has. Like I don't know. I, yeah. I I think if it's doing a tango, you're dancing. If your dance partner messes up, and you continue to mess up with them, I mean, it's up to you to write them at some yeah. at some point. Yeah. Like, you can't just keep flundering around. Mm-hmm. Anyways, nice. That, I, how long was that conversation? Yeah, an hour and ten minutes. Are you kidding? No. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I like that conversation. Yeah, me too. God, I learn more about myself. I should go see a therapist. <laughs> Every, everybody should. Stop guilting myself. Yeah. <laughs> You're not special. Everybody needs therapy. <laughs> If you're listening to this banter, you guys, uh, you guys probably need therapy too. That's true. Um, 
Maybe you guys, do you guys have thoughts on this? You guys do comment somewhere. Yeah, definitely. On the Facebook page or the Instagram or somewhere. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm going to die. (laughs) Want to just uh, zip through the other stuff? Sure, sorry about hijacking the whole thread. No, that was great. Anyways, the Super Bowl sucked as it was. Tom Brady won again. The Rams didn't show up, I don't think. Yeah. It was a really boring game. Uh, Nothing was notable about it. Yeah, not, I don't remember really anything about the game. Nope. To be honest, even the commercials were crappy. There was one really good commercial. Here we go again. Oh my god, I'm sorry. This is what we just spent an hour talking about, but well, <laughs> there's a funny commercial. All right, right here, yeah. I can't remember what it was though, so I guess it wasn't that funny. <laughs> okay. Damn it! I really wanted to talk about it too. Yeah. <laughs> I remembered it during that whole spiel that we were just having, and I yeah. totally forgot what it was. Anyways, let's talk about something. Yeah, with Maroon Five, people were pretty. Uh, oh God. Adam and his uh, shirt. Coming I off. wish I looked like him. Yeah. Minus the the tattoos. You don't like the tattoos? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got the cost. Yeah. I I don't know. I didn't. I. They just looked like. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it looked like he just like like pointed blindly at all the flash sheets in the yeah. you know, the waiting room. And I mean, I don't. It's cool if people like doing that. Yeah. I just. It's not worth taking your shirt off over. That's I mean, kind of where I'm getting at. It, you know, if, all the tattoos look perfect, which is a little weird. Like maybe I, I mean, got, it's not weird. It's just they are. They're. I don't know. People do that and just get random like Sailor Jerry tattoos. That's cool. Uh, there's there's no meaning or significance, and you can just anybody can walk in and do it. Uh, it doesn't take a lot of thought. But whatever. I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna. Do did this. you like his tattoos? The um, they're just they're just. They all just seem like flash tattoos, uh, but they're done well. They're all well. He didn't have any shitty ones. Yeah, yeah, I noticed so. that. I think I got used to like going to Warped Tour and like going like heavy metal concerts yeah. where like when the singer takes his shirt off, it's like a really fucking good tattoo. Yeah, like really detailed, really artistic, yeah. really in depth. No, and like, like when he took his shirt off, I was like, oh my god, it reminds me of Red Hot Chili Peppers from <laughs> a couple years ago. Technically, though, like they're super clean. Um, I mean the 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 line work was yeah no, I mean no, as much they, as you could see good. yeah um they're all clean tattoos so I mean they they look I'm not I don't know I maybe I'm just jealous that I don't look like him yeah and I don't have girls like screaming <laughs> and trying to grab me from the yeah, front yeah. row I think that's mainly what the issue is yeah um I didn't like his guest singers though I thought that was stupid yeah that was all over the place that was pretty weird I didn't even know who was who I didn't. The whole bait and switch with the SpongeBob thing pissed me off. Oh, don't be that guy. No, no, I'm oh, going to be that guy. Oh, my God. You don't... That didn't make you mad? No, it didn't make me mad. Why not? Because I uh, am an adult. No, man. No, no. <laughs> because no. I didn't ever expect that uh, the NFL to play a large... Or to force a... It's only like a 40-second clip. A Grammy-nominated like, like uh, artist is. to play a... A, a song from a children's cartoon. He said he was going to do it, though. <laughs> okay? He would have been better off not saying it. Uh, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, no. Oh, my God. We can't talk anymore. <laughs> I was really looking forward to it. Because yeah. it would have been the perfect time. The, the voice actor died. Uh-huh. It would have been the perfect time to actually do that. Yeah, and but, they didn't do it. Yeah, but it's a, it's a cartoon. It doesn't matter. It's a, no, no, it's not a cartoon because when they go up through that bowl, they're actually in the stadium. Uh, have you seen this? Have you seen the SpongeBob thing? No. What? <laughs> oh my God. This is probably why you don't uh, like it. Oh my God. 
It's a really short clip. I thought it was like a full song, but it's not. Wait, what what are you talking about? The This. You've never seen this? Oh shit. See, there's live people in there. Are you making the argument that it's not a cartoon? No, I'm just Okay, cuz this is clearly a, a clip from a children's cartoon. It would have been so easy for them to do. Yeah, but why? It's the whole, like... <laughs> because the, I think a lot of the people that are watching the NFL now, like, they'd see this and they'd be like, oh, that's awesome. That was, like, something I remember watching as a kid. I don't... And thinking when I was a kid, it'd be so cool if they played that. You know? It'd be like a childhood dream realized. You know? I don't. <laughs> oh my god, man! I maybe I wasn't raised on SpongeBob. I wasn't uh, really either, but I remember like seeing this and being like, "Wow, that'd be sweet if they played that in the Super Bowl." <laughs> I don't you know. know? It's, uh... And then they said they were going to, and they didn't. How sick would this be at the Super Bowl? Like, think about it. other than the freaking guy flying in on a comet. Uh, this would be so much better. No. No, they like played it, but they like redid it with like actual people. I don't understand the SpongeBob thing. It seems like one slight step away from the My Little Pony thing. What? <laughs> I'm just not down with All that. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't want to crush your dreams, and I could very well be uh, severely off. Off. Uh... SpongeBob was like, um, what cartoons did you watch again? None. Well, that explains it. Yeah. <coughs> like Tom and Jerry, maybe. I was raised in a very religious household, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, I was too. We didn't yeah. have we didn't have TV. Yeah. But I, I watched it every time I went to my grandma's. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I think you could say that about any cartoon. Is that that's like one step away from My Little Pony? You know. That's true. You could say that about any cartoon if you mm-hmm. wanted to. Rule thirty four exists for a reason, you know. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I'd I don't know if you'd be totally off. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I, I maybe it could very well just be like a personal bias of mine. Like uh, I think I think it is. I think a lot of people, especially people our age, yeah, really recognize SpongeBob because it was what they watched as they were right. growing up. And I feel like if the NFL wants to like actually target more yeah. towards people our age, yeah, instead of having Maroon Five, I don't know any Maroon Five fans. I don't. I, so you okay, know? I maybe I need to do like a deep dive into my own personality, but like, uh, I know for a time there was like kids who thought it was like edgy and cool to like still watch cartoons when they were like clearly too old to be watching cartoons. No, no, I I I think that definitely was especially like the, all the scene kids and whatnot. Yeah. And you know? so that's what that's the vibe I get, and it feels gross to me. No, and no. so anytime this chick comes up, I'm just like, no, I'm so not down with no. this. <laughs> that, that's still, I think, a uh, that's still something that exists, though. Yeah, like when I was working at this high school, yeah, there was like kids wearing SpongeBob stuff right. that I never would have grown up watching SpongeBob. Uh-huh. There were kids wearing like other old Nickelodeon shows, like uh, Invader Zim. Yeah. Like they they never would have watched that. Yeah, it's way 
way like before, not way before their time, but clearly before their time. Right. Like that stuff doesn't even get played on like the Nick reboot stuff. Right. You know? So at that point, it's just like the the end thing to be part of. Yeah. But stuff like SpongeBob or stuff like uh, Rin and Stimpy uh-huh. or Cat Dog. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Like, I think that's, that's just like part of our childhood. Mm. I think that's part of a lot of people our age's childhoods. Yeah. Childhoods. And when they were teasing it, it was not to appeal to like scene kids. Yeah. Wearing like Hello Kitty backpacks. All right. You know, it does, it was not like I'm that. I'm still at all. hesitant. To no, no, you don't need to be hesitant. <laughs> do I do I seem like one of those kids? No, but you also uh I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> your affection towards SpongeBob. I don't know, man. Yeah. He does have a lot of holes. <laughs> nice and squeaky, right? <laughs> no, I have a lot of cartoons at home actually. Like yeah. a lot of like box sets like uh Tailspin. I don't know what that oh, is. Oh my god. I have all cat dog, uh-huh. all of Hey Arnold. I have a bunch of those just because that's like when I'm sick and uh-huh. like not wanting to do anything, I just want to relax. I'll pop those on. And it's like really relaxing to me because that's what I used to do when I got sick at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd watch that all day. Hmm. I don't know. I get what you're saying though. Yeah. I, I don't think it was anything like that though. I think it was more um, a lot of people our age that had that same idea when they first saw this like, oh, wow. Imagine if they did this at the Super Bowl, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, it's definitely, I can't believe it's definitely you've never a, seen it. a personal bias of mine that I'm very judgmental towards anybody who's like that. So Anybody that likes cartoons. Cartoons. <laughs> Any adult that likes children's cartoons. <laughs> Any, but see, okay, SpongeBob had a lot of like more adult stuff in it, too. Uh, what did? What did I just say? Spon- did I say SpongeBob? I don't know. I, I, I didn't hear you. you I said, don't even know what I just said. Oh. Um, <laughs> geez, what? I'm in SpongeBob. Okay, I think that's what I might have said. There was so, there was like more adult like reference, not like adult like in the window. Yeah, but like the whole Squidward thing, like hating his job and like Mr. Krabs trying to make money all the time. Yeah, like a lot of that was a you. I didn't get that humor as a kid, but uh-huh. like watching like clips of it now as an adult, it's like holy crap! Mm. Like that's hilarious. Mm. You know, not funny like Rick and Morty funny. But, but it's but it's still funny. Like it reflects like, the human experience. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. Maroon Five show kind of sucked. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm looking at pictures of his tattoos right now, and they're pretty great, man. Uh, they don't look bad. And you know what? They they might even it looks like uh, his arm ones aren't just flash tattoos. They're uh, like some Japanese style on his right arm. I think and, uh, some I don't know black and gray on his left. I'm so mad about the Janet Jackson nipple slip, though. How come that's, he have his nipples out? That's crazy, man. Have you read about that much? No. Uh, that yeah, it's pretty. Um, I she maintains, and like I think it's pretty well documented at this point that it was like a publicity stunt. No, that it was a um an accident. Like he was supposed to rip. Her th- her shirt and just her bra was supposed to be exposed, and then whatever reason he grabbed too deep or whatever, and the whole thing came out. Is that Justin Timberlake? Yeah, he's got a boob full. Yeah, um, is whether or not that's true, you know, they were they were both complicit, um, at best. Yeah. Uh, um, I I think uh, it's stupid. To, I don't know. It doesn't really matter because they. 
I, I don't know. It doesn't. So it doesn't matter. But um, the response to it was that her career was blackballed. She was. Um, and it wasn't. She well, she was um, kind of just shunned from the industry after that. Uh, she wasn't able to produce like the next record that you wanted, and career, her career just kind of took a nosedive that never recovered. Did it really um, though? Based on um, connections in the you know recording industry, just refusing to work with her anymore. Um, well, on the flip side, you know Justin Timberlake, he just became like the hottest thing. He was in movies and everything. Um, there was a real difference in the response that the industry had towards to, her versus her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, when you read about it, there's at least a few good articles I've read about it. But uh, yeah, it's just it's weird and unfortunate to see uh, the way that that was handled. It's kind of um, weird because you think some record company would have like swooped in on that as a marketing thing. They would, and they but they. Yeah. I mean, it would be like just to kind of sexualize and objectify. Um, uh, there's no way you're going to take that incident and just do it in a egalitarian. Um, no, but I, I mean, when, when your career's on, I, I don't know. At the, like, and at the time, like she wasn't in a place where her career was just ready to nosedive. You know, she was producing yeah. records and you know, she was, uh, she was in the Super Bowl, Like she was, you know, active. Uh, how, how weird is it that, how long ago was that? Uh, 10, 15 years at least. And now you get that stuff. You get stuff like the fapping and all that, and it's just like, oh yeah, these girls do that now, right? Well, it's like I, almost normalized. Yeah, you know. Um. But well, um. It, don't you? Do you find that? I find that. Really I, I'm not sure if I follow you because what? You remember the fapping? I do. Like in all, so all these girls. Oh, are, you're making the parallel that they're both like accidental incidents. Yeah. Yeah. I you well. I, so I think what happened with with um, Janet Jackson, they were trying to say that it was staged. And they were exactly. But even then, like, who? It's a boob. Like, do people right. really care that much? Regardless of like what the truth of it was, if it was, and regardless of what the public image of it was, if it was seen as it was staged or if it was seen as an accident, they were both equally complicit in it, no matter what. You know. Yeah. It was her body, and it was his. Action. If I mean, on the surface, it would seem that he was more like he's the one that actually you know took the action. Um, so, yeah. So regardless of how society saw it, they should have at least seen them, you know, equally complicit, if him not more so, in what happened. And that's absolutely not what happened. The thing that pisses me off is the fact that the FCC didn't cut it faster. Why does that piss you off? Because they like that's. I did not want to see that. <laughs> no, no. I mean, all this blame is being put on them, uh-huh. but the FCC should have been able to just cut it. Yeah. They so one of the one of the playoff games, one of the players got his pants pulled down. Mm. Almost pulled down. It didn't yeah. actually get pulled all, down all the way, and they cut it like, mm. super quick. You know, was it after that though? This yeah, this was after. Yeah, because that's the, well, that's what made them go on like the five second delay. Was they had incident. the five second delay beforehand? Uh, I don't. Think I'm pretty sure so. they did. No, because then they would have done it. And that's why I'm saying, like, why didn't they? I, because I think the five second delay. When, came when after did that, that come? Incident. I'm gonna figure this out. Ah, oh, not that. I might be wrong. I'm almost positive that's what prompted. <laughs> as a result of the incident, some networks established regulations requiring time delays of as much as five minutes for live broadcasts. Such as award shows and sporting events. 
um, the fine penalties went way up uh, from 27000 yeah. to 500000 per violation. Um, well, there's your problem. That whole halftime show was produced by MTV. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. I thought it was long, around longer than that. I mean, I, I, it was already invented. But, but they uh, just weren't using it. Yeah, they weren't required. Okay, well, I guess I'm not mad at the FCC. <laughs> nice. All right, should we run through the local show? Yeah, real yeah, quick? sorry. We keep getting all. No, nah, it's all good. Uh, let's see. You go first. Uh, California dropped a list of um, lowest performing schools, and in our local county, uh, Columbia Elementary, Casino High, and Tuolumne County Community ISB um, are three of the ones that are low performing and re- um, receiving federal funding to hopefully bump that up. Um, it's called. The label is called CSI Low Perform. Um, you can look that up if you feel like you'd like more information on that. But uh, yeah, there are 781 um, uh, schools in California. We got three on that list. Three on the list. We're kicking Four, ass. <laughs> 481 are receiving um, funding based on poor uh, academic performance. Um I don't know if it's academic or it says several indicators. I'm not actually sure. It'd be cool to look into that more. I'm sure it's got to have stuff to do like facilities used. Yeah, um, it could be. Probably like amount of snow days, maybe. Attendance, yeah. Could Attendance. Be yeah. Could be a number of teachers per classroom. Oh, that's how colleges get yeah. graded. So. Yeah. So 481 of the 781 are receiving... Um, money due to low performance and another 300 are high schools who um, two year over two year graduation period average less than 70, sorry, 67% graduated. Jeez, that's Um, really depressing. Wait, whose two year graduation rate averaged less than 67%. So, okay. So it's actually, I don't get that. It, um, it, all it's saying is that less than one third of students graduated. I thought it was worse than that. I thought it was the other way around. No, no, less than one third didn't graduate. Less than one third did not graduate. Yeah. Well, no, more than one third did not graduate. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Sixty. They said two thirds graduated, right? But less than two thirds graduated. Yes, if, if less than sixty-seven percent. Yes, sorry. Did not. Graduate. The first thing he says is like less than one third graduated. I know I said that wrong. Yeah. Okay. So I got mixed up. Sorry. <laughs> if more than a third of the students <laughs> could, you, could you imagine did not graduate? Could you imagine two thirds of the class coming? That's back what the I next thought. Year? <laughs> that's what I thought the first time I read it oh, earlier. Shit. Yeah. I was gonna say we have <laughs> we're consistently or. Constantly made up only of pumping a, out a third of our kids, super yeah. seniors. Yeah, so uh, we don't. None of those three are um, due to the graduation rates. It's uh, the low performing instead. So for yeah. Tuolumne County, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, um, so that's that. Let's see what else. The Mars rover died. Oh yeah, some opportunity. missed opportunity. Yeah, bummer, but it is what it is. It, it was, lasted a lot longer than it was supposed to, though. Yeah, fourteen years. I can't handle all this stupid web comics that people keep posting. Oh, I know. 
They're like, oh, was I good to go over? Can I come home? Yeah. It's like, God, stop. <laughs> you just fucking emotions again. God, I know. Yeah. What is that called? Anthro... Uh, anthropomorphizing or yeah, what's the other one uh personifying i guess god it's horrible yeah i don't know why i do that yeah it's i start to apologize like stupid crap too you ever like apologize like you stub your toe on a door and like i'm sorry door yeah that's a that's a definite need therapy thing that's uh so that comes from some well after i cuss the door out then i apologize okay. so, i mean there's, right, well, there's still some anger to... going through yeah <laughs> i'm not taking all the blame yeah uh, we're going to lose cost you less than Sonora. And I could not care less about that. You don't care about cost you less? No. Dude, I like cost you less a lot. Okay. They, uh, they had a good meat section. Like That's good, true. Their bacon they was really cheap. good and, yeah. meat yeah. section. Doc's Dogs in front was always super tasty. Mm, also true. You know? Um, I always had good candy, too. They remind me, like, of mini Costco. Like, the way the shelves are. Yeah, I think that's the idea, yeah. You know, was that their plan? I didn't even realize that. They nailed it. That sucks, man. Is the Walmart is what did it? Part of it, yeah. Said so the Walmart expansion significantly cut into business. That's so stupid, dude. Walmart's so so gnarly now too. Oh Walmart's my god, it's gross. disgusting. Yeah. When I go in to buy Legos, it's always such a madhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking SpongeBob Legos. God damn it. <laughs> uh. Come play Legos with me. Um, no, Walmart like got super gross. I yeah yeah it's, it's and weird. it's weird because it used to be like you'd go in there and you knew everybody that was right kind of there. oh and you go in there now and you don't know anybody I don't know even the people working there like I people? never see the same people right? working there it's bizarre it's kind it's kind of like utopian or dystopian yeah. maybe yep like it's like every time I'm yeah. in there and I go in there like almost twice a week because yeah. I'm stupid and I never see the same person twice yep. It's really weird. And their garden section closes hella early now. Fuck mm-hmm. that place. I hate Walmart. Mm-hmm. And the idiots walking back and forth in the parking lot. Can't figure out how to go in and out of the door. You drive in and you park and you look around and in one of the five cars in the, you know, in the surrounding area, there's always at least one person just sitting in their car. It's weird as hell. Yeah. What are you doing, man? Like just chilling You there. go in, you come back to your car and they're still there. They're still sitting there doing Why? nothing. What are you doing in your car? They got like that vacant look on their face too. Mm-hmm. Empty. It's so weird. I feel like people like literally park and they just lose their brains. It's like trying to drive along the front entrance is always such a nightmare. It's like pinball. That's with true. People. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, yeah. Like no one looks before they walk out. They walk <laughs> halfway and stop. Like, yeah. oh god, check my phone right here. Yeah. It's like holy shit. You noticed? You know how there's always people sitting outside smoking or whatever yeah and they'll be there for a long time with the new uh the new thing that they built there's like those pillars like big square yeah. pillars they made like cubicles for people to just loiter in i saw that yeah it's just, weird just little little cubbies where you're protected from the wind and it's <sighs> and, and there's people in every single one of them now yeah, yeah just a nice little little corner to sit in and do what you do it's so creepy yeah that place is weird yeah it used to be like the hangout in high school. You go sit in the Walmart parking lot and hang out with friends. Yeah. Throw the Nerf football around a bit. <laughs> God, good old I days. got kicked out of there where the cops were like 2 a.m. Me and my buddy were like in the car talking. We got... Someone called the cops on us for sitting... He might have had his lights on. I don't think we had his lights on. I think the car was running. We were just sitting there. 
Someone called the cops and the cop told us to go home. We thought the cops called us <laughs> there all the time. <laughs> yeah. For sitting in a car, though? Well, we no. we got in trouble for uh, throwing snowballs at the security cameras on top of the theater. Yeah. We got in trouble for throwing snowballs at the security cameras. Yeah, well, you were straight up delinquent. In, so. in front of Walmart. <laughs> we got in trouble for... Uh, we tried to drive into Walmart one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't really do anything like that bad. Yeah. We got in trouble for speeding in the parking lot frequently. Uh, uh we used to get the 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 plates from the fast food places, like from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. We put them under the back tires or the front tires, and we do double uh, drift. Those. Yeah, that's yeah, sweet. We did that a lot. You can do that with just cardboard. Yeah, it's not fun if you don't steal it from somewhere, though. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we got in trouble for. We got in trouble for quite a bit of stuff there, actually, now that I'm thinking about yeah. it. I'm self-incriminating here. <laughs> used to be the hangout, though. Yeah, small towns, man. Go to Walmart, buy snacks, go to the parking lot, hang out for a couple hours. Yeah. Maybe see a movie. Maybe get drunk at Applebee's. You don't, you never know. <laughs> High school days were fun. Yeah. All I right. can't believe they let that... Just do it. The city council, whoever let that Walmart expansion pass, is just that was dumb. Was so the dumb. the fact that they weren't letting stuff go into the old Mervin's building too was kind of stupid. Yeah, but then they went and let let Walmart expand. That's just dumb. Yeah, I do like their food section though. Walmart. Yeah, mm. it's consistent. Consistently terrible. I mean, no, like the name brand stuff you buy there, it's not bad. Yeah, but. You buy name brand food? That's fucking disgusting, bro. No, like, what do you? What, 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 like, okay, so you go to the co- you, you go to the coffee section, and there's Folgers, and there's. I don't there's, drink coffee, so no, I don't. Oh, I'm just example. Uh, there's, you go to the cookie section, and there's Oreos, and there's what are they? Uh, the other one, Chips Ahoy. See, I don't buy. So I go in there, and this is what I buy. I will buy. Oatmeal, uh-huh. Quaker, oatmeal. Quaker, of course. You know, because what else right, are you right, going right. to buy oatmeal wise? And definitely not some nice steel cut oats, that's for sure. <laughs> is there other brands? Of yeah, oatmeal? there's so much. Like, there's so Whoa, much better see, oatmeal. See, this than is why. Quaker. This is why I buy the cheap oatmeal. Okay, I don't know <laughs> yeah. these other brands. Um, at least I, at least I buy the instant packs. Okay, I don't buy the, <laughs> the giant silo yeah, of yeah. oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'll buy. Uh, Shit, I think that's all I buy. Well, yeah. Well, buy like goldfish and like top ramen. That's, well, yes. If that's you, my diet. If so. you eat like human swine, then yes, it does. It does make a lot of sense that you would appreciate the consistency of the uh, yeah the Walmart inventory. No, when I go shopping <laughs> for food, I normally go to the farmery first. Okay, because I there live you so go. close there to it. Go. Yeah, yeah. And we like we try to buy everything we can get at the farmery. Yeah, like like. Almost half our food comes from there. Yeah. Then we'll go to the grocery outlet, which we call Gross Out, which is the best name for that place. Which is actually a clean store, though. So it's just Gross Out, the Gross Out. We'll get whatever we can get there, which is probably like at least like 33% of whatever is remaining of our Mm. food thing. And then the rest we'll go to Walmart to get. Or Big Lots. My kids call it Grocery Outlet Farty Market. Why? Because they hear the advertisement on the radio and they're just like at peak like toilet humor age right now. So that's all. Anyways, that's awesome. Yeah, well, so. I like what my dad calls it the used food store. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. 
I just call it gross. Yeah. <laughs> I call it gross out. Cause it's, <laughs> I can't say grocery without lisping, so <laughs> nice. So it's gross out now. Yeah. Um, I really like the the gross out though. They got some good stuff in there. Yeah. They always have decent deals. Mm-hmm. I love the farmery though. The farmery's tits, man. Tits. Tits. Cost you less. We used to shop there a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, my grandparents used to always go there. But I haven't been there for a long time. Now you can't get to one unless you go to the South Pacific or the Caribbean. That's the only place they're left. Whoa, whoa, what? Yeah. I believe we're the last uh, continental store. When are they closing? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. But they've been removed from the website. Shit. Yeah, it's shitty, man. There's 17 full-time employees. That was the thing. They always were. They were always hiring full-time people. Yeah. Like, constantly. Yeah. Like probably one of the only grocery stores that was like adamant about full time workers. Bummer. A Fresno priest was angry about Nazi symbols on a pillow he ordered from Walmart. Uh priest was Fresno Episcopalian priest was outraged to find Nazi graphics, including a Hitler stamp image, on a throw pillow he ordered from Walmart. <laughs> uh what? <laughs> Fresno Priest is upset that the throw pillow he ordered from Walmart came with unwanted graphics, namely Adolf Hitler's image and a Nazi swastika. Uh, The very Reverend Ryan Newman, the new dean of St. James Episcopal Cathedral in central Fresno, bought the Pope even retro Paris throw pillow from a third party seller on Walmart's website, according to the Fresno Bee. The product photo showed an accent pillow with large images of a bicycle, the Eiffel Tower, the word Paris, and the date 1973, superimposed on what looked like a postcard. The offensive part was the small postage stamp and postmark in a corner of the pillow. The stamp was a portrait of Hitler, and the postmark included the eagle and swastika, the symbols of the Third Reich. According to B, Newman called and emailed Walmart about the pillow Monday, saying in part, I'm outraged and feel very violated. For two months, this pillow has been in our home. My family, friends, and colleagues have sat next to this pillow. I pray none of them noticed the pillow and didn't say anything. The symbols portrayed on the pillow are offensive and wrong. Two months? (laughs) He just noticed it. (laughs) Newman and his wife, Aaron, have have some Jewish roots, including family members who survived the Holocaust, the bee reported. It's possible that the designer of the pillow did not intend any message by including the Nazi symbols, but rather was just throwing together mismatched graphics for a retro look. The 1973 is incongruous with the postal symbols, which presumably would have been used when Germany occupied France from 1940 to 1944. Newman asked for an explanation from Walmart and received what he called a generic email response. To me, this is a symbol of hate, he told the bee. This is a symbol of evil. Walmart has reportedly removed the item from its site. Do you want to see what the pillow looks like? I definitely do. Why the hell would anybody buy that? <laughs> where's the where's the postcard? I, I'm assuming it's this top piece. Yeah. That's a, that's a little weird little Easter egg to tuck in your, your design. Well, I don't understand why yeah. the guy would buy that. I uh, wouldn't I wouldn't put that in my house. I could go with your design if you're No. I can imagine uh, an Episcopalian. Who the hell buys throw pillows? An Episcopalian reverend probably has a pretty nicely, pretty conservative, conservatively put together house with a nice, you know. Have uh, you? Uh, do you know? White theme. Do you know anybody that orders throw pillar? Throw fuck. Throw pillars. You got throw pillars. Certainly, the Reverend Randy <laughs> Newman. 
Throw pillows online? I don't think I've ever bought a throw pillow. Oh, I have. Mm. Never mind. You know those the pillows that have like the like the scales that you can yeah. go back and forth? I fucking love those. Yeah, the sequins. I have like the four scales. of them. <laughs> scales. scales. <laughs> Uh, I mean, is it really that much different than going to Ross, which is where everyone else goes to buy throw pillows? Yeah, the commitment of like, we got to sit down, we got to pick out a pillow we like and order it online. Instead of looking at, yeah, it's a little weird. You don't think, if I'm going to go buy decorative shit for my house, if I'm in the mood to decorate my house, I'm going to go take my ass to Pier 1 Imports, I'm going to find shit. I'm going to bring it yeah, home. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's also funny that it has a giant 1973. Like, what the hell is <laughs> no, that? No, that's, that's what I mean. 1973. <laughs> maybe, he did something uh, in, maybe he did something with a bicycle in yeah, Paris in 1973. We were four years on the landing on the moon, and I don't know. Had computers were starting to kick it. I don't know. <laughs> something about Led Zeppelin, maybe? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um. Cool. All right. Uh, anything else locally? Um... Kind of local Yosemite, the free solo film with Alex Honnold. I think oh. I talked about this in a previous podcast, um, but it's going to hit the, the TV. Hit the tube. Yeah. Um, it's going to make its television debut March, March 3rd. Um, I went and saw it in uh, just a, a showing. Um, it was on the independent movie circuit. I don't know how that works, but uh, I, I saw it, and uh, it was fantastic. It's so... Just everything about it, like seeing his process and mentality, the very, um, like calculated and kind of emotionally removed approach he has, um, contrasted with like, uh, um, he he can seem very detached, but he's he's obviously like a, a warm human who cares about people, and he has a girlfriend. He's maintaining this relationship, um, and so. What does his girlfriend think about it? Um, I, she has a hard time. She had a hard time with that because um, it's just the the risk involved. But I don't know, just all the factors. Oh, my like, girlfriend would be so pissed if I did <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Um, just the amount of preparation and just the insane focus that he has and passion for it is is really cool to see. So, I definitely recommend watching that. When's um, it When's it going to be? National Geographic Network on March third. Um, I assume there's a National Geographic uh, channel, I'm hoping. So, I don't know. I don't have TV, but hopefully if any of you guys do, you can check that out on March 3rd. Uh, do you have anything? Sorry. Um, Not not really. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the Chicken Ranch Casino is uh, doing some stuff, making some waves. And, of course, my link's not going to open because... Oh, no, it opened. Okay. Um... They've they completed the new event hall, and they're uh, they purchased the Jamestown Hotel. Oh, that's right, yeah. And uh, they're planning on constructing a new casino within the next five to eight years. So yeah, they're uh, they're doing some stuff. Yeah, I always, I was always surprised that they didn't do stuff before Black Oak could do it. You know, like the second they knew Black Oak Casino was planning to like really blow up, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Chicken Ranch didn't just like swoop in and do it first. You know, they might not have the money. I don't know. They they might not have, but that's when you say like, I mean, you get the the loans to do it. Mm-hmm. Like that's not something that you sit on and wait. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad they're doing it now. Um, 
And it's cool that, well, they're, they're, I don't know if it's cool that they are. Mm. I'm sure that's subjective, but they are setting a footprint into downtown Jamestown. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like I said, they purchased the Jamestown Hotel. A lot of the tribe members have actually grown up in Jamestown. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I think it'll let them be part of the Jamestown community, but I don't know, living in Tuolumne, and I, I don't want to hate on anybody. Um, that could be good and it could be bad. I guess that's what I'll say. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that got bought up by the tribe here with, with Black Oak. The, mm-hmm. the God, what tribe is it? Miwok Indians? Yeah. Um, the tribe bought a lot of stuff in Tuolumne City as I was growing up. And a lot of the stuff they bought was like, it, I mean, still you can drive downtown and see a lot, a lot of some of it's half developed. Yeah, yeah. There's like whole sections of roads that are supposed to have houses that don't. Mm-hmm. Um, They do have the West Side Pavilion now, but they were supposed to have a golf course there forever ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, they bought a lot of the old buildings too that are going to be slated to be torn down. Yeah. Which to me, that's a huge bummer. Yeah. But um, I don't know. That's just my personal opinion, though. No. Uh, sure. The tribe, the tribe has them. Not the tribe. I guess the tribe. I don't know how to describe them. Uh, the Black Oak Student has done a ton though for the youth sports, the high schools. They support a lot of events. They help yeah. the jubilee. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing. There's just some. There's benefits and there's downsides definitely yeah yeah. so it'll be interesting to see how chicken ranch affects jamestown yeah uh they're going to continue to work with caltrans to plan for a roundabout on highway 108 (laughs) um we'll see how that happens i guess and yeah so within the next decade hopefully they'll have a new casino and a roundabout and a sweet sweet roundabout all right you got anything else um yeah and madeira Oh, God. This yeah. story? Yeah, they found a baby in the middle of the road uh, with a umbilical cord still attached. Uh, before dawn, it was freezing cold outside. Um, the sheriff says a man was walking around 4.30 uh, in the morning. Um, a woman came to him and said, hey, take my baby. He said, no. Take it to a fire station or hospital. Um, later. The baby was found in the middle of the road. Um, the baby's fine. Baby's uh, gone to the hospital and uh, is expected to fully recover. Hopefully someone ends up with a baby who uh, puts a little more effort in. The moral of the story, though, is if someone says, here, take this baby. Take, take it. the fucking baby. What the fuck? Yeah. Don't leave babies with people who don't want them. Uh, God damn, that's really sad. I'm glad, I'm glad the baby's safe, though. Yeah. I think there was another news report that... My girlfriend was looking at earlier today. Yeah. And they actually found the the, the mother. Hmm. Oh, and interesting. I think they might be charging her with abandoning a baby, too. That would make a lot of sense, I given believe. that she I, I think that's definitely she abandoned the yeah, baby. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what situation you have to be in to like, tell someone, like, no, nah, take, it, take it somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, the, for the... I the think gun. they were... Uh, yeah, I don't know, actually. It's fucked up. What a dick. Yeah, accepting a baby in a situation is not, you know, accept. You're not accepting parental rights. No. You're just you're gonna have a weird day dealing with this baby that someone gave you, but everything will probably work out fine. The the fire station's open pretty much twenty four seven. Like literally, if you go knock on yeah, the fire you could take door, you could take it to the they fire will station. take it, and you can say hey. This lady approached me with this baby in the street, and like you explain it to them. Yeah, I, 
Don't decline babies. Don't decline babies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never ever decline a baby. Never. <laughs> Unless they're trying to sell you a Dodge truck. That's true. Anyways. That's all I got. Is that all you got? That's pretty much all I got. Alright. I had more, but... uh, No, not really. We covered everything. I was just going to bitch about other stupid things. I think I bitched enough this episode. Sweet. Alright. Alright, it's been fun. Thanks for hanging out and listening to us uh, talk about... Um, A whole variety of issues. Mainly... Uh, Psychological ideals behind yeah, dodge, consumerism. Dodge selling... Uh, purely based on you know appealing to your emotions yeah um but yeah have a good uh if if you guys have any uh comments or anything about that hit us up have fun out there drive safe